Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Wednesday, and this is day 25 of our 40-day journey through the season of Lent. We began this season by hearing the truth about our sin, our mortality, and the limits of our own powers. But also, we hear the clear promise of God's steadfast and abiding love for us, the amazing grace of God that has saved us in Jesus Christ our Lord. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God who gives us life, salvation, and resurrection. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. A reading from Romans chapter 8. To set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. For this reason, the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, indeed it cannot, and those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh. You are in the Spirit, since the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, then the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his Spirit that dwells in you. Sometimes we make things more complicated than they need to be. The distinction that Paul makes in this passage between flesh and spirit sounds like it might be deep, complicated. And sometimes in our lives, we have thrown a wall between the things that we believe are spiritual, heavenly things, and the things that are fleshly, earthly things, in such a way that we get the impression that our bodies and all of the material things in the world around us are somehow lesser, even bad, maybe even evil, while the spiritual things are good and pure. 
And it gets even more complicated from there as we listen to some people start to describe some sort of living a disembodied spiritual existence or somehow disconnected from their their body or, or even the hope that someday they will live an unbodied life. But what Paul is teaching us is much more simple than we allow it to be. What Paul is highlighting is what we have been living in Lent. Our Lenten observance begins with a stark reminder of our mortality. Unless God acts to breathe life into us again, our fate is to turn back into the dust from which we were formed. Apart from God, who breathes in us the breath of life, we will one day breathe out our last and die. God's law, natural law, laws of observation, and our own experience all confirm the simple reality of our existence. But Lent is a journey through this valley of death to the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the good news proclamation that God in Christ now has promised to breathe life into us once again, to raise us from the dead, even as God raised Jesus from the dead. Left to ourselves, we breathe out our last, give up our spirit, and die. But by faith, we commend our spirit, our breath, and our life into God's hands, who has promised to raise us from the dead, to breathe life into us once again. And that is where we set our minds and our hope. And it is that hope and that faith and that love of God that surrounds us that now guides our life in this world. So this is a passage about spirit, yeah, but about breath, about respiration, about the gift of life that God has given us, and about what happens to us in our baptism. When the old creature dies with Christ, so the new creature might rise to live by faith. It's about how we live now by faith and according to the promise of resurrection and life that was proclaimed through Jesus and given to us in our baptism, even as the Holy Spirit was breathed into us as we emerge from those waters. And this is an embodied life, a life lived by faith in the Spirit, because the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead now dwells in you, giving life to your mortal body, and sustaining us with the promise that in God's love for us there is yet a resurrection and an eternal life for which we watch and wait. Now before we move on into our prayers this morning, take a moment to take in a few deep breaths. As you breathe in, thank God for the gift of life that you have been given. And as you breathe out, Commend this spirit to God, thanking God for the promise of an eternal life that has been given to us in Jesus Christ, our Lord. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. 
You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, and to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, of these bodies that you have given us, these lives that you have set us in, for the new creation that comes in Christ in all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For who else, for what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, and for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else, for what else do we pray? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Ever-living God, author of creation, we give you thanks for your gift of water that brings life and refreshes the earth. 
We bless and praise you, for by water and the word we are cleansed from sin and receive everlasting life. Join us again this day to the saving death of Christ. Renew in us the living fountain of your grace, and raise us with Christ Jesus to live in newness of life. For you are merciful, and you love your whole creation. And with all of your creatures we give you glory, through Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, who gives you a new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, and forgives you all of your sin, strengthen you now in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.